We're going to talk about being a rain, uh, how to be a rainbow to somebody this week. How to be a rainbow to somebody this week. We're going to talk about the rainbow and the grace of God. But in Genesis chapter 9, we're going to pick it up here in verse number 9. Genesis 9, 9. And, God's, and, I, and I behold, I establish, God is speaking here, my covenant, underlined covenant with you and with your seed after you. With every living creature that is with you, of the fowls, of the cattle, of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you, neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. God made a promise here that no more would there ever be another worldwide flood that would cut off and, and kill like that. And he said, uh, and this is my covenant. And he said, uh, in verse number 12, said, And God said, This is my covenant, which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. And then verse 13 says, I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. So God makes this what's called the Noahic covenant. And he puts a token of that covenant up in the clouds, and it's a bow. It's a rainbow. And so... He says it shall be a token. Verse number 12 says, and watch this very carefully. It shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. <clears throat> uh, Karen and I are married. I'm the cloud and she's the bow. And I want you to ask yourself, if people were to describe me, am I, the, am I a cloud or am I a bow? Am I a rainbow to people? Can I be a rainbow to people? Or am I a cloud? When I walk into the house, am I a cloud or am I a rainbow? In this church house tonight, are you a cloud or are you a rainbow? Thank God for rainbows, amen? amen. I'm glad it's not all clouds, but there are clouds in life. And everything, you'll not always be a rainbow and you can't, we won't always be a cloud. But anyway, he said in verse 14, it's come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth, by the way, God is the one who brings clouds in your life. But God's also the one who puts rainbows in your life. It shall be seen in the cloud. Verse 15, And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, and that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said unto Noah, this is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. Lord, we pray tonight you'd help us to feed the flock of God and preach the word of God for your glory's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I want you to put up Revelation chapter 4, verse number 3, if you would. Revelation chapter 4, if you'd like to turn there. Revelation chapter 4, verse number 3. We're going to look at the rainbow just a little bit in the Bible and uh, get it. Re Revelation chapter 4, verse number 3. We're going to find out something about the rainbow. Revelation chapter 4 and verse number 3. Uh, the Bible says here, And he that set was to look like a jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. Now the scene here, uh, the door is open in heaven, and he sees the throne of God, and there's a rainbow around the throne, okay, uh, over the throne. Uh, the throne is going to be a beautiful plate, beautiful thing to look upon. And... Uh, but keep this in mind that God has put a rainbow over his throne. Now, as I preach this message tonight, I want you to remember what God wants you to see when you look at his throne. When you see him upon his throne, there's something God wants to remind you of. We're going to preach on this thing of rainbow tonight. Uh, go to Revelation chapter 10 and verse number 1. Revelation 10, 1. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud. There's your cloud. 
and a rainbow was upon his head and his feet was as the sun and his feet as the pillars of fire. Notice the cloud and the rainbow. Okay. Then go to uh, Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse number 28. Ezekiel 1 and verse number 28. And let's look at something here. Now Ezekiel, uh, Karen and I are just finishing up reading together in our devotion, reading Ezekiel, the book of Ezekiel. And I have learned to love this book. I do not know that there's a more applicable book outside the book of Revelation to the time that we live in than the book of Ezekiel. But in Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse number 28, as the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance, watch this now, of the likeness of the glory of God. So now we have this bow referring to the glory of God. Remember, and when I saw it, I fell upon my face and heard a voice of one who spake. And you can go to Revelation chapter 1 about that. Now, so now we watch this, and I'm going to try to get through this. We see that the rainbow is over the throne of God, that it is a picture of the glory of God. It, it speaks of the glory of God. Okay. Now, in Romans chapter 1, verse 23, put that up. In that deterioration chapter where mankind is deteriorating in his spiritual life, okay, look what it says here. They changed the what? Glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and birds and four-footed beings. Now go back to verse 22 if you, if you don't care. Back 22, uh, on back a little bit more. And because that when they knew God, watch this, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. Now, most of you know that if you go on through that chapter, almost immediately it jumps out of that text into the deal of men with men, women with women in the Sodomite culture. What's it on? What, so what's going on here? <clears throat> there is a perversion of the glory of God that has to do with the Sodomite movement. Now, I'm not, I don't want to spend much time here. But I want to say to you tonight, do not let the queers and the perverts steal God's glory from you. And do not allow them to steal the doctrine of the rainbow away from you. It's an interesting thing that the rainbow has seven colors in it, but the queer rainbow has only six. The number of man. And there's a complete study. There's, this, this flag was designed in about 1982. It originally had eight colors in it. Then later on they switched it and put it to six colors. And they've got a, some attachment to meanings to all of it. Now, <clears throat> no. God's rainbow symbolizes God's grace. He will give grace and glory, Psalms 84.11. It symbolizes his glory in that he offers grace to mankind. God's grace is an intimate part of his glory. For he's a God of holiness and justice. And yet, in his grace, he, he reaches out and provides a provision for man to be saved by his grace. Amen. That's why grace and glory are connected together. And if we want glory in our lives, we need to live to be a people of grace. You know something? I needed grace. How many in here could stand a little grace every once in a while? Just need a little, you know. Husbands and wives have to give each other grace. Church people have to give each other grace. The giving of grace to one another typifies and brings glory to God. It brings glory to God when you and I forgive each other. It brings glory to God when you and I love each other in spite of what we've done and who we are. 
And so here's what I want you to say tonight. Do not allow the sodomite perverted crowd steal that rainbow doctrine to you. Because, in, and I'm going to preach on this real fast again. The rainbow speaks of God's grace. That's what it speaks of. Now, last thing before we take off preaching about that. The Bible says in the New Testament that they turn the grace of God into lasciviousness. So they took the rainbow of God, which represents his glory and his grace, and they turned it into a symbol of lasciviousness, which is a license to sin. And the Bible calls it turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. They're saying that, and by the way, did you know what else they're saying? They're God. And it's their glory. And they're the ones who decide what's right and wrong. And it's just such a perversion, it's pathetic. But anyway, uh, as we talk tonight, this morning, the bow or this evening, uh, I, I want to say something to you now. I want you to get two or three things. I don't know how well this will go. Probably won't do a good job preaching it. But number one, I want you to think about this. Am I a rainbow to other people or a cloud to other people? I just want you to think about that while I'm preaching on some other things. And then I want you to think about this thought, that God wants to put a rainbow in your clouds. The clouds of your life. God wants to put a rainbow in it. And that rainbow will be a reflection of his glory and his grace in your life through the cloudy times of your life. The rainbow colors are manifested. They're uh, light, white light. Of course, the prism do you know all that? And I'm not an expert on that. But there's three major colors, blue, red, and yellow. That speaks of the triune God. And all the other colors come from those three colors. And the Bible said that God is light. Grace, we'll get to, I, I, I want to get ahead of myself. <clears throat> First of all, the bow is directed toward heaven. All right? There's an interesting thing about it. There's no arrow in the bow. You know what that means? There's no arrow notched in the bow of God. That God's wrath has been, already been discharged against us at the cross of Calvary. So his bow is without, his, without the notched of his arrow of wrath. The bow is a product of both storms and sunshine. Grace is a product of God's love, his sunshine, of the offering of his son at Calvary's storm, the storm of God's wrath against Jesus Christ. And it's in that storm that the sunshine of his grace, his mercy, and his love is is exhibited toward you and I. The bow is the effect of the sun shining on the drops of rain. Grace is the effect of God's sunshine of mercy shining on us through the drops of Jesus' blood. The bow manifests, it demonstrates various hues of various of white light. The Bible, first Peter talks about the manifold, the many folds of the grace of God. Grace is revealed in, revealed in salvation. Someone has said there's amazing grace, abounding grace, beautiful grace, blessed grace, consecrating grace, covering grace, delivering grace, everlasting grace, far reaching grace, greater grace, gentle grace, helping grace, hallelujah grace. Inviting grace, invigorating grace, justifying grace, keeping grace, learning grace, living grace, and loving grace. There's mighty grace, magnificent grace, there's more grace, there's never-ending grace, there's overcoming grace, there's persevering grace, there's grace for the pressures, there's quickening grace, there's redeeming grace, satisfying grace, and sure grace. There's triumphant grace and testing grace and grace for every trial. There's undying grace and undeserved grace and unending grace. And the grace that's victorious and grace that's vital to your life. There's waiting grace. And there's wonderful grace. And there's extra grace. Amen. Where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Amen. There's yielding grace. 
There's zealous grace. And the bow speaks of the grace of God through Calvary. There's nothing more beautiful in nature than the bow. Nothing more beautiful. I've, I've got a video that I took of a double rainbow over there on the farm one day, and it just blows me away, the majesty and the glory of that rainbow. Nothing more beautiful than a repentant heart that a believing. There's nothing more beautiful than a person getting saved and receiving the grace of God in their life. And I want to tell you something. In the storm of the clouds of their sin, here rises that rainbow of God's grace in their life. The, the bow unites heaven and earth and grace unites God and men. The bow is a public universal sign that all can see. And Titus 2 says, the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men. It is a public universal statement of nature of God's grace and God's mercy. The bow has been displayed for over 40 centuries. And so in the ages to come, Ephesians 2, 7 says, God will show forth the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Jesus Christ. Now, in verse 14 of our text tonight, God is the one who set that bow in the cloud. God is the one who set that bow in the cloud. I want to say something to you tonight. He's also the one who caused the clouds. He said, I, when, when I bring a cloud, I want to ask you tonight, do you know of times when God has brought a cloud into your life? Yeah. Cloud. Clouds are part of life. In fact, you can't have rainbows without clouds. Amen. And there's, there's storms. The Bible said that it rains on the just and the unjust. You want to remember that. Storms of spiritual warfare, personal warfare, emotional warfare, confusing storms, storms of dismay, storms of despair, family storms, marital storms, financial storms, health storms and sickness storms, storms of doubt and fear and worry, storms of discouragement. Storms of loneliness, storms of aging, <clears throat> storms of betrayal, storms of death, storms of injury. Storms come. <clears throat> the devil will try to tell you that there's no hope. But God hangs a rainbow over every storm in your life Amen. through the promises of his word. His grace is sufficient. Amen. There's hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's promise of victory through the storm. And every time the storm comes and the cloud comes, God wants to give you a rainbow. There's people in storms. In the Bible, you saw Noah. He was in a storm of wickedness and a storm of judgment. But God gave him the storm of deliverance, the rainbow of deliverance. Joseph was in a storm of his brother's hatred, a storm of betrayal and rejection, and trouble and sorrow and prison. But God gave him a rainbow in his heart when he said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. I'm telling you tonight, if we ever need something in the day that we're living in, it's the understanding that God has a rainbow of his grace in the midst of the storms and the clouds that's in our lives right now. Job was in a storm of loss and death and the depths of sorrow and grief. And yet God gave him a rainbow in Job 19 when he said that he, he said when he saw my redeemer liveth and I shall see him at the latter day. In the midst of that storm that Job had, he saw a rainbow of God's promise and God's grace ahead of him. David had the storms, my land. That man's life was nothing but a continuous storm after he was a young man. Just one storm after another. And yet David was able to see the rainbow. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. David saw the rainbow of I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David said, Oh, my seed, so why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? I shall yet hope in the Lord. 
David always, here's one of the secrets to David's life. David could always see the rainbow when, he, when the clouds came in his life. Can I tell you that if you go to church anywhere in this country, there's people, whoever sits in that church house, they've got clouds in their life. There are people you shook a hand with tonight and they look happy, but they're happy. they've got clouds and sorrows in their hearts. And I'm here tonight to tell you a message from God's word that he has a rainbow for you. Amen. He's got a rainbow for you. Amen. You don't have to just dwell on the cloud. There's a rainbow of hope for your life. And there's a rainbow of God's promise for you. I think about Elijah. He went through a storm. Jezebel wanted to kill him. And he was discouraged and wore out. He said, God, just let me die. But God gave Elijah an angel, a rainbow, come down and touched him and fed him. Jacob was meeting Esau and wrestled with God. But God gave him the rainbow of a promised blessing. Hannah went through the storms of no children. But she went through that cloud of no children. No, no, and God put a rainbow and gave her children. Daniel and the three Hebrew children. Daniel went into the lion's den. But God gave him a rainbow of protection and his presence. Sometimes God won't keep you from going to the lion's den, but he'll be there with you. Amen. Sometimes God won't keep the clouds out of your life, but he'll be there in the cloud with you. Paul and Silas were in the storm of prisons and beatings and stripes, but God gave them the rainbow of his promise and they began to sing in the midst of the cloud. Life has storms. I'm going to tell you the truth. Life has some bad storms. I thought about the storms of my life. I thought about the storm of sin that was brewing over my soul in 1982. But God gave me a rainbow of the gospel of Jesus Christ in the midst of the cloud of my sin. I heard the gospel and there's a rainbow of hope in my life. Amen. There was a storm of conviction upon me, but there was a rainbow of forgiveness that God said, I'll forgive you of your sin. There was a storm of salvation and assurance, but God gave me the rainbow of eternal life. There was the storm of surrender, but God gave me the rainbow of divine enabling. I said, God, I can't preach. And God said, the rainbow, I'll put a rainbow in your cloud, Reggie. I'll enable you to preach. God said, uh, God said, the storm of preaching. God said, I'll give you a rainbow of divine help and power. I want to say something to you tonight. And I'm not, don't, this is not pity. This is nothing. But to be honest with you. Since the day I nearly started preaching, about six weeks after I started preaching, it seemed like I've been in one continuous storm after another. I'm just being honest with you. But you know what? What I need to see is a rainbow in the storm. The very best messages I ever preach are the ones that affect me the most. Man, I'm telling you, how many just feels like you're enveloped with the clouds sometimes? It's just hard to see the rainbow. I want to encourage you to read your Bibles. I want to encourage you to remind yourself of the rainbow of God's promises, of his love. Of his, I'm telling you, this Bible is just literally a rainbow of God's grace given to you and I to help us through the clouds and times when we can't see what's going on. <clears throat> the storm of conviction and preaching on sin and principles. But God gives the rainbow of his blessing and closeness to God. There may be a storm of temptation, but God gives the rainbow of humility and grace and brokenness. There may be a storm of sin in the Christian life, but God gives the rainbow of his faithfulness to forgive you and I if we confess it. And even the rainbow of chastisement. There may be a storm of inner spiritual warfare and attack in your flesh nature and a battle going on. But God gives the rainbow of deliverance. God, you may have a storm of troubles. But I tell you, in the midst of those troubles, the cloud of those troubles, God will give you a rainbow of comfort and faith and promises from his word. There may be a storm of failure. And you said you'd never do that, but you did. But God gives you the rainbow of Christ's righteousness, 
which is what we really have to have anyway. God, you may have the storm of fear, but God will give you the rainbow of confidence in him. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. You may be in a storm of doubt or in a storm of worry, but God will give you the rainbow of trust and of faith. Paul was in a cloud on that ship in Acts chapter 28, 27. And he said, sirs, be of good cheer. I believe God. God can give you the rainbow of faith when it just, you don't know how you can stay with it, how you can keep going. But God gives you that rainbow of hope from his word. There may be a storm of loneliness, but God will give you the rainbow of his eternal presence. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I'm saying to you tonight this, that we have storms, but there are rainbows in the midst of our storms. They may have been through a storm of suffering, but we have the rainbow of reigning with him. We may be in a storm of sorrow, but we will someday have the rainbow of eternal joy. There may be a storm of sickness, but someday we'll have the rainbow of a new body that will never know sickness again. We may have the storm of death, but we have the rainbow of resurrection. There may be the storm of this wicked world right now, and it is. But God gives us the rainbow of his coming and his appearing in the clouds. When the storm around me rages, I just look at Calvary and the rainbow of his holy eternal word and see his promises. And I know God is still on the throne and he's going to see us through. And I'm glad God gives me rainbows in the midst of my clouds. I know a lot of you people, some of you I've pastored for a long, long time. And I've seen you walk in this church house enveloped in a cloud. And it wasn't easy for you to be a rainbow that Sunday. But that's why somebody else needs to be a rainbow for those people who are in a cloud. And I want to add, and I'll tell you what, you talk about getting under conviction, Brother Jerry. <clears throat> I was getting ready for this message this evening there to my kitchen table. And God said, Reggie, you've been a cloud the last few days. You've been a cloud the last few weeks. But Karen's been a rainbow. Amen. I look at my life and I think she's the rainbow and I'm the cloud. <laughs> Kids come in the house, she's the rainbow, I'm the cloud. And I said, God, would you turn me from being a cloud to a rainbow? Lord, let me be a rainbow to Karen. Let me be a rainbow to those people at that church. A sign of hope, something that brightens their day up. And I want to ask you this week, would you pray tonight that God would help you to be a rainbow to somebody this week? Would you pray that God would help you to shine the manifold grace of God through your heart to somebody else? You say, Reggie, how can I be a rainbow? Well, I want you to be thinking on it while I continue preaching. If God be for us, who can be against us? He said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. You in a storm tonight? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you've got a storm, God will still be with you and there'll be a rainbow in the middle of your storm. You say, Reggie, how can I be a rainbow? And so now it's your turn to preach to me. I want you to ask yourself a question. In my home, young people ask yourself this question. Am I a rainbow at my house? Or am I a cloud? Don't you enjoy when kids get up and they're smiling and yes. bouncing and happy? Isn't that a rainbow? Amen. Amen. Right. I, I want to say publicly to my wife, Karen, I would thank you for being a rainbow. I do not know how she stayed with it. But I want to ask you tonight, this week, I'm glad God, he said, when I send a cloud, I'll send a cloud to you, but I'm going to send a rainbow. 
And I'm going to ask you, and so I got to thinking there sitting at the kitchen table, Reggie, Lord, if I could be a rainbow, how could I be a rainbow with somebody? I'm not talking silliness. I'm not talking color books and crayons. I'm talking legitimately, how can I be a rainbow? <clears throat> when you come in this church, I'm going to be honest with you, you don't need to see a cloud in me. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't need to know that I have clouds and troubles like anybody else. But you need to be able to see beyond the cloud in my life to see the rainbow in my life, God's rainbow in my life. And this is what I'm talking about. You know, oftentimes there's people that are going through the worst trouble and they're seeing like they got more rainbow to them than people that ain't got, ain't got much trouble. So I'm going to ask you tonight, this week, how can you be a rainbow? To somebody else, Brother Tim. When you're at work with your coworkers, they may need to be able to see a sign that, hey, it's not all bad. With your coworkers. How can you be a rainbow, Don? If you're in Springfield, go by and visit Connie Dodge. Be an encouragement to Chris and Philip and the family. Lift up the hands that hang down. I went in there yesterday evening in her hospital room. Boy, she's doing so much better. And Chris, if, uh, Connie, if you ha- happen to be listening tonight, or Brother Dodge wants you to know we love you. Amen. I want to encourage you in the Lord. And, and Karen and I was going to stop at the flower shop and, and buy some flowers from the church for them. And uh, it, was, it was closed. So we, had, we couldn't take any flowers. And by the way, I've got somebody set up in church right now. I've just, I told my daughter Susanna, I said, Susanna, we used to do this. I want to do it. And I said, I want flowers sent to people. I want, I want flowers sent to people. We, we can afford to send people flowers. We can afford to be a little rainbow to people. Amen? Amen. And uh, anyway, got up there in her room. And of course, me, I'm, I'm not observant. You know, I just, they could be all. Kind of, and I, we were standing, she looked so much better. She's just really doing good. You know, and I said something to her about that. She said, Boy, you're looking good, really improved. You know, and I said, Sister Connie, we were going to. I said, get you some flowers, but, but the deal was closed. And she goes, I turned around and just flowers everywhere. <laughs> and they were so beautiful. They were just flowers everywhere. And uh, the uh, friends had just brought her in a fresh bunch of flowers. And so here's what I want to say. One way you can be a rainbow is do something nice for people. Uh, y'all are rainbow to me. So I'll come in over there on that seat and there'll be a, a deal of banana bread, walnut, you know, pecan, whatever, you know. Hint, hint. <laughs> there'll be stuff or a loaf of bread. You know what that is? That's being a rainbow. You don't know how many times I've, I've come in with a cloud over me in this church house and, and knowing I shouldn't have it, knowing these people don't need a cloud. And I walk into my seat and somebody's left a little card there, a little note, a little letter. Uh, help me pronounce it right. Alicia? Alish? Alish? Now, the Landis girls are sitting over here, and they've been going to church here for 75 years. <laughs> Probably feels that way, doesn't it? <laughs> and I never could pronounce the names. Well, they got me a photograph of all the, all the girls and put names underneath it, so I'm learning them. That's Gail and that's Ruthie. You know, introduce to these girls tonight, who they are. I go, I go around going, oh, you, and I know what family you belong to, but other than that, I don't know the first names. I, mean, I can't really remember where I'm at, but it's less bunch of names. But um, what was I talking about now? The other day, she, the other day I got a card from her laying over here in my seat. Handmade. You're talking about a rainbow. And she just wrote a note to Karen and I. 
It was just a beautiful run. I want to thank you. Amen. And little girl right back here she wrote a note to Karen and I here not recently. And the Tim's daughter there. I tell you just the sweetest thing, and I want to tell you something. That's being a rainbow. Calling somebody up and saying, how you doing? Praying for people. Loving people. Saying hi to people. Smiling at people. You say, I don't feel like smiling. Smile anyway. You'll start feeling better if you smile. (laughs) Amen. It'll change you. Rachel, uh, friend used to be uh, Maddenly right there. Kind of do that with you, Sister Rachel. Uh, she is a, such a cloud. She, <laughs> she, she, she never smiles. <laughs> Sister Diane Coates about just like her. Yeah. Never smiles. But I want you to tell me ways that you could be a rainbow somebody this week. Dean. Well, you say howdy, wave, speak to somebody that you think nobody ever speaks to. It gets overlooked. Sometimes little people. They're amazing. I love them. Yep. Yes. You can forgive somebody this week. Forgive somebody. That'd be a good way of being a rainbow. Yeah. Anybody else? How, how can you be a rainbow in the midst of the clouds of light? Yes. Well, this afternoon, last Wednesday, Terry brought in some cucumbers, and we had just met a couple when we were out door knocking. He asked us about cucumbers, so I took them this afternoon, and they were really sweet. They tuned in online, and it ended up being asking me to clean, help them clean their house and stuff. So Give them some vegetables out of the garden. Uh, Karen and I, went, after we went to the hospital last night, somebody gave us an anniversary gift, a gift certificate to a Red Lobster. So, so, so I took her to Red Lobster yesterday. And we, we got out in the car and she says, Honey, thanks for taking me to Red Lobster. And I said, Well, I really didn't pay for it, Karen. It just, <laughs> I just took you there, you know. <laughs> That place too high to eat, amen. <clears throat> how can you be a rainbow in your home? Tell me how you can be a rainbow in your home. Be a dove and a raven. Be a dove and not a raven. Be a dove. How can how can you how can you brighten your home? Reading the Bible. Reading the Bible. Be a rainbow. I want to tell you something. Can I, would, would we get this just like we get the raven and the dove in our minds and our hearts? That concept. Could you and I get the idea tonight? Because see, really, I, this whole message shifted totally from from what I usually or would have preached on this is about how can I be a rainbow in the middle of a of a cloud, the clouds of this world? And I want you to think about, what am I in my home? Am I a cloud or a rainbow? And I got into such deep conviction, and I don't know whether I'll change or not, Sister Rachel. I don't know. But I come to church tonight thinking, you know what? Karen, I was all the way to church. I didn't talk to her. I didn't want to talk to her. <laughs> all the way to church tonight, it's like Lord said, she's a rainbow, you're a cloud. She's a rainbow, you're a cloud. She's a rainbow, you're a cloud. You know, and I don't want to be a cloud preacher. Now, there's times for clouds. Okay? And if I don't have some clouds, how could I know what you're going through? I can't identify with your, your struggles and your spiritual warfare if I don't have some clouds. But my message to you tonight is this. Is let's be a rainbow in somebody's life this week. Let's brighten their day up. Let's be, can you imagine the Apostle Paul there on that Eurocladon storm and they're all, you know, and all hope was gone. And he goes, be of good cheer three times. <laughs> what was Paul being? 
a rainbow in the cloud. When Paul and Silas were in the prison in Acts chapter 16, and they had been beaten and striped, and they were in stocks, and they started singing at midnight. What were they being? Rainbow. The, you know who was the, in the cloud? It was the jailer was the, in the cloud. They were in the rainbow. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to make up my mind. I made up my mind. I am not letting these queers steal God's rainbow from me. And I'll tell you what I thought about calling this the rainbow church. <laughs> God's rainbow church. <laughs> Anybody else? Yes. We can just praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. You don't really know, you know, if they're saved or whatever, but I have a tendency to, uh, I work for a lady and she does a little swearing and I do the praising. <laughs> <laughs> you be the rainbow, she be the cloud, right? I want to ask you, and don't, ra- don't raise your hand, in your home, are you a cloud or a rainbow? What day of the week? What day of the week? <laughs> okay. But you know something? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. This, and I, and I, y'all don't mind if I brag on my wife, do you? Now, she don't like me mentioning her name. She don't like it. You can just see her face right now. Just, she's, she's clouding up. She's clouding up right now. <laughs> but I can just mention, I'm out of cough drops. And two days later, there'll be cough drops sitting right there in front of me. She always is thinking about little things that maybe I mentioned I might need, you know? And she's always doing that. That's being a rainbow. To people in, in the midst of clouds. And I, I just want to ask young people tonight, try to be a rainbow with your mom and dad. Y'all, have you ever told your dad, hey, thanks, dad, for working? Thanks, dad, for going to work. I want to ask you young people, have you ever thanked your, your dad and mom for providing a bed for you, a house for you to sleep in, food to eat? Have you ever said, hey, dad, mom, I want you to know something. I appreciate it. Did you know something? That might do something for your dad. He might even say, hey, we're all going on a picnic or something. You never know. But I'm just saying, let's try to be a rainbow in this church, in, a, in the church, in our homes, in our marriages, and to this world. As Brother Tim said a while ago, you go out to work tomorrow, you know, that challenges me. If I ain't careful when I'm out working, it turns into a cloud. And if you're not careful, a storm. Yes. You know, kind of that, that storm thing, you know. There's been several times where I was bringing up a cow or something got in the road and I'd come up and hear one of my kids or my wife singing and just singing praises to God, from, especially from that dairy barn. It kind of echoes down there. I'm telling you, you talk about a rainbow. Amen. You know, just having the joy of the Lord in your heart and singing. Amen. Singing, praising the Lord. Danny. The other day, the Lord was making a couple of pies to take to Marie's. We all got together. Wasn't on the fourth of the Exodus yesterday, and uh, I could hear her singing in there gospel songs, old hymns. Yeah. And I was in there trying to do some studying, and I just had to stop. God put a rainbow in your cloud. God, huh? I've had a lot of clouds. You bet you. Uh, 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 you'll think I'm lying, but I'm I'm telling you the gospel truth. This afternoon, when I was thinking on this. I thought of you and I thought God put a rainbow in your cloud. Because I was thinking about people in church and things that have happened over the years. And I thought, oh, God, forgive me for being a cloud. If I've been a cloud, you know, caused, you know, just a heaviness to people. That's not what I want. 
Now, you preach, if, if you're preaching, you're going to preach some cloudy messages and you're going to preach some rainbow messages, all right? You've got to have some of it all. And life has clouds and life has rainbows, but if we're not careful, it's all clouds. That's what Satan wants, all clouds. No rainbows. And I want to encourage you in that. Brother Brandon, would you tell me again how you looked up the, the, the budget for the prison over there? Are we talking about... The state of Missouri, the budget for the year for 2023, $76 million. $76 million to run that prison over there for the budget of 2023. Crime is expensive. That's, That's what? 21 prisons. Oh, 21 prisons. Oh, I thought that was the one prison. All right. I told him to go tell the boss that his preacher said give him a raise. They can afford it. <laughs> they got that much money running around. Amen. But I'm telling you something. Uh, we can be a rainbow to our community. Do right. Do right. Anybody else tonight before we sing a song? Yes. Just show some kindness to people. Show what? <laughs> Say that one more time. Show some kindness to people. Kindness. I've, I've done some stupid things at work, and uh, uh, more than once, and appreciated a little kindness. And I have to remember that when somebody else does something stupid, you know, how am I gonna, how am I gonna respond? It'd be hard to keep your mouth shut sometimes. <laughs> Kindness is a wonderful rainbow. Guys, put that up on the screen if you don't care. We're going to learn a song. You ready? Old song. Very, very old song. This is a Depression era song. I think, I'm not sure, 1931, which would have been in the time of the Depression. When God shut Noah in the grand old ark, He put a rainbow in the cloud. When the thunders rolled and the sky was dark, God put a rainbow in the cloud. Now you've got to have to sing the second part. God put a rainbow in the cloud. God put a rainbow in the cloud. And when it looked like the sun wouldn't shine anymore, God put a rainbow in the cloud. Way down yonder in Egypt's sand, God put a rainbow in the cloud. Just to lead his children to the promised land, God put a rainbow in the cloud. And I don't know what's next. <laughs> God put a rainbow in the cloud. God put a rainbow in the cloud. Well, it looked like the sun wouldn't shine anymore. God put a rainbow in the cloud. When they put old Daniel in the lion's den, God put a rainbow in the cloud Just to prove his promise to the sons of men God put a rainbow in the cloud And when it looked like the sun wouldn't shine anymore 
God put a rainbow in the cloud. That's an old song. I don't know it like I need to know it. But whoever wrote that song knew something about clouds and rainbows. They'd probably been through some clouds and God had given the rainbow. So anyway, that's, that's it tonight. 7.59, I've got it all cut just right. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>